Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Hey everyone, welcome back to today's episode. I am Italia. And this is Crystal, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the things we wish we knew before we started our Lash Artist journey. So before we start, we just kind of wanted to say thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate everyone who listens and everyone who likes our photos and TikToks and engages with us in any way. We just want to say thank you. We do appreciate it. So in the beginning, you're definitely going to go through some uncomfortable situations and everybody has their own starting point. So don't look at people that are successful to you and be like, oh, I'm never going to get there. or Oh, like I wish I was them because they had a starting point as well. And you just have to understand that, that everybody starts somewhere. So I just wanted to throw that in here in the beginning that don't judge yourself or compare to other people that have been doing it for a while or they're in a different position than you are because you just have to start where you're at. Yeah, and I've been in a lot of uncomfortable situations throughout the years that I've been lashing. Like people asking, as in clients, asking me like, oh, um, can I see your certification or can I see your license or asking stuff like that. And although I do display it, we both do display all of our stuff so that people can see it and not have to feel uncomfortable asking and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's weird to be questioned. Yeah, like that. Um, Yeah. Just because like I'm not – I don't have nothing to hide. Like I do have it all, but it's just like weird because it's like – they're questioning yeah. you. Yeah. I don't know. And it just uh, – when you're a beginner lash artist, it, it like makes you feel kind of – you're trying to build your confidence. Like you're going to learn like over time that you you do have the confidence. You start with the confidence and you just don't know it. Yeah. But you always have that confidence. It's, it's something you learn to use, but yeah. you always have it. Everybody already has that. It's something you realize over time that, oh, yeah, like I – I do have this and I can do this and I am deserving. And, and you am, can speak up because yeah. me and Crystal were uncomfortable for a while with the mask thing because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, well, I'm vaccinated. I don't need to wear a mask. Or they just like, we have signs up that say, please wear a mask, like regardless of your vaccination status. And there's people who walk in all the time and don't mm-hmm. wear a mask. They just walk past the signs and act. I don't know if they act like <laughs> they don't see them or something. I don't know. And it's like, you know, we put up the signs so we had to – we didn't have to really, you know, confront people and say, hey, can you put a mask on? But, like, we told ourselves, like, we are going to make sure that we are telling our clients to put them on and not make it an uncomfortable situation because it shouldn't be. And we haven't had an issue with it. Like, people have been putting a mask on and we have masks that we provide for people who walk in without one. And we say, hi, like, if you don't have a mask, I can provide one for you. And we just kind of say it like that, like, kind of give them not a choice to say – Oh no, I'm vaccinated. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like we want, we come, we feel comfortable with you wearing one because we're so close to each other for such a like extended period of time. So we kind of went a little bit on a tangent, <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and jump into the episode now and share with you guys the list that we made that we wish that we knew before becoming lash artists. So this is my favorite one. You've all seen it on TikTok, Instagram Reels, whatever. It's you know you may not work a nine to five, but 
you're working 24 7. <laughs> yeah you may not want to work on nine to five but you're going to be working 24 7 when you run a business <laughs> literally so it's like not even just clients contacting you at all hours of the day and all days of the week but it's also just having so much things to do if yeah. you aren't having employees or people working for you and helping you out so content scheduling admin work period and just yeah, all the other things websites. like yeah, and restocking, ordering inventory. stuff. Yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> it's so much th- like there's so much to do and it is literally never ending. And every time I feel like, oh, I have enough or I did enough or I don't need it, it ends up something else pops up on the list every single day. It's like literally crazy. So we just want to like say that to you guys because although I know everybody hears that, everybody's like, oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, but like it's true. Yeah. And it's very enticing to like, oh, you're your own boss and you know, you run your own business. But it is a lot of work, so don't be – just don't let it fool you that this is going to be like a walk in the park or just some easy thing to do because it does take a lot of hard work and you're going to have to put a lot of work. And a tip to get through that is just to write down things like, you know, take notes or leave yourself lists, you know, sticky notes or something mm-hmm. that will help you get through it. Like don't just package everything into your brain yeah. and expect to remember it later mm-hmm. on after you already <laughs> – had so many conversations with your clients already dealt with this that like that's what I do sometimes and I'm like I don't like I didn't write it down and then later on I'm like oh my god there's something I really really wanted to do Mm -hmm. and get it off my mind and off my conscience and like I don't want any more anxiety about it but I didn't write it down so then I forgot and it took me like two days later I'm like oh yeah that's what it was and then I do it but then I'm like see if I did it two days ago anxiety gone (laughs) exactly and that's I think we're always trying to juggle that and learn. Yeah, how to I feel do. like we're always trying to catch up. Yes. You know, like we we like realize something and then it's like days later is when it finally gets done. Yeah. And it's just a running a business is a journey. So it's always going to be something you're going to learn, something you have to do, something that you're getting better at. So just don't be discouraged. In the beginning, it is a lot. So just don't be discouraged when you realize all the workload that you have (laughs) and try to remember to enjoy the process and just don't rush it because it will come as -hmm. long as you're working hard yes and also i just wanted to say like listen to people that you look up to or people that you inspire to be because the more that you listen to what they do and get advice from them then you'll be able to implement that into your business and your work life so So one thing that I wish that I knew before getting into lashes, which it's kind of obvious, maybe not too obvious, but it's not easy. Like lashing itself is not an easy thing. And I kind of had the mindset of going into it like, oh, like I'm going to like be good at it right off the bat. Like I (laughs) can easily learn how to do this. But when I went to go get my certification and I got trained in person, it was a very big eye-opening moment that like this is not easy. And like when you first start and you're taking five, six hours on a full set, it's very like, oh shit like I don't know if I can actually do this like yeah how am I supposed to run a business if I if I can't do this so it's gonna be very challenging at first and you're gonna get frustrated and you're gonna want to give up but like we say in every other episode don't give up I remember in my class like there was a girl and she's like yeah my mom took this class and she said it was already too hard she just stopped yeah. and didn't even try exactly. <laughs> I was like oh my gosh like it's a $1,200 class I like know. that's not something to just give up after a week and I say know. no it's too hard and I actually think that 
she just gave up right after the class like she didn't even try I to know. do case studies or anything and it's so sad because it's like it's you have so much potential if you work at it and yeah. like you're gonna be trash at first like that's just what happens and you learn and you practice and you learn and you get better but yeah I had uh somebody in my class as well where we were like we practice on live models when we're there and she was like I don't know this I don't think this is for me like that's what she was saying while we were taking the class and it's just like I remember my first times I just felt so frustrated yeah like it was so frustrating that I just couldn't do it right away you know and even though that's unrealistic I don't know why I thought that way I know it was just so frustrating that it was taking so long like I I kind of got down what I was doing. I was isolating. I was placing. But like the fact that I was taking so long, I was like, how am I even going to be able to do this? So. Yeah. And I like even today, like one of my cl- my new client that I had today, like had very like short, thin, fine lashes that are so close together. Mm-hmm. And it was just like so frustrating how many little fine babies that she had that just mm-hmm. wanted to stick to the base of every lash. And it was like, oh, my gosh. And then she had really fluttery eyes. So yeah. it was like I'm trying to pull <laughs> them up, like pull them apart very gently just to make sure none are stuck together. And it's like she would have the biggest reaction to every single little pool. And, you mm-hmm. know, you can kind of tell when a pool hurts or not. Yeah. Or and because of course you're gonna try your hardest not to pull too hard and hurt anybody, but it was just funny because it was just like <laughs> I felt like oh my god this is the hardest thing to do. <laughs> yeah, so it is not it's not easy is what I'm trying to say. And don't go into lashes thinking like oh this is just an easy side thing to make money. Like you have to actually want to do it and you have to actually want to learn how to do it and want to get better at it. So take it seriously. It's not just something easy to do. (laughs) So another thing I wish I knew is that we mentioned this in the previous episode and I feel like we say that every episode. We have already said this, (laughs) but I feel like even though we're saying something like similar, it's like still different because we're saying it in a different context. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But my point is, is that you should have some type of money or some type of credit card to start. Mm -hmm. So this is what we talked about in our first episode actually starting. Um, And we said that you don't like have to have like a whole bunch of money, um, but maybe you should at least have a credit card. But honestly, if you have anything to start, that would be the best thing to do, whether it's having a savings account or if it's thrifting things or Facebook marketplacing things like trying to find (laughs) deals and stuff like that because it is expensive uh, yeah there's just so (laughs) many things you need when you start that you think oh I just need a light a bed a pillow my tweezers and the product Mm -mm -mm." yeah (laughs) and everything it's like oh this isn't that bad like $30 here $100 there but like after that adds up very quickly it is expensive. And if you don't have money to pay for it, then you can't do it. So. Yeah. And then if you start adding services, even just brow wax, now you need, you know, yeah, all I, the brow wax. Brow, yeah. You know what I mean? And it just like you feel like, oh, like brow wax is easy, simple, quick thing. It's, yes, but no, yeah. it's not. So I just feel like a lot of people think too quickly about it and think kind of like, oh, that's easy or don't. Oh, there's no, no like worries. It kind of goes over their head. Yeah. And it's kind of like if you really like if I could provide a list to everybody of all the things they needed when they start, I feel like mm-hmm. everybody would look at the list and be like, oh my gosh, yeah. like I did not realize that. Yeah. So not only do you have to think about how it's expensive in the beginning when you are starting, you have to realize that it is expensive to run a business period. Like you're going to have expenses all of the time, whether that be like you're working out of a salon and you're just supplying yourself you, the lash supplies or whatever it may be. 
Or if you are actually running out of space, then you have to pay rent, you have to pay utilities, you have to do everything yourself. So the expenses are definitely there and it's going to be expensive in general. So we just wanted to mention that before you start, realize that it is expensive and you need to keep that in mind before you do anything. So the next thing that I wish I knew before becoming a last <laughs> the last becoming a lash artist is that this one's kind of obvious too, but you're going to have to deal with people and you're going to have to learn how to deal with multiple different type of personalities and you're just going to have to you're going to have to be a people person. Like you can't do this job if you are not able to talk to people and you're very uncomfortable, even though I was a very shy person at first. And like, I'm naturally kind of a little shy. I'm like getting out of my shell more and more as I grow, but you're definitely going to have to have some people skills and communication skills because especially if you're the one kind of running the business on your own and you're the point of contact for everything, you're the one that's going to be the face of everything. So you have to learn how to deal with people properly. (laughs) And there's going to be times where people may be rude to you or come off in a disrespectful way and you're going to have to know how to handle that in a professional way that's not going to be disrespectful back towards them or just you be able to handle it yourself and not get take things personally because that just happens in business and especially when you're in a business that is dealing with people on such a personal level like giving them a service and you have to learn how to reason with people because there is ways to make people feel like they're getting their way without them actually getting their way. And I know that sounds weird and kind of confusing, but you'll eventually get it. Like yeah, there's, there's just ways to go, to go about certain things. Yeah, because you don't want to shut people down when they ask for things and be like, oh, no, I'm the professional. I know what I'm doing. I like don't try to – you know what I mean? Like, You don't want to make people feel stupid. Yeah, but- and I always tell people, like especially with aftercare and stuff, like – no question is a stupid question. Like, yeah. don't hesitate to reach out. Like, I always tell people that because people, like, are messaging me and, like, ask me questions and they're like, I know this might sound dumb. And they always start it like that. And I'm like, no, it's not dumb. Like, you don't know. You're yeah. not a professional lash artist. So I don't expect you to know automatically what it is. Like, I want you to reach out to me so we can have a good relationship between client and professional as well as make sure they're taking care of the lashes and whatnot. And there's a lot of people that I've had to deal with over the years that are aggressive and they ask questions that make you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I know I said that earlier and I'm not just talking about like oh let me see your certification stuff like that but like questions that are like race related or Mm -hmm. things like that and it's just like uncomfortable so you'll definitely be put in some certain situations that you may not want to be in and you just have to be prepared to handle it professionally yeah and there's a lot of people who think they know it all and that you you know, you like you act like you don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they know, they researched, they Googled it. You uh, don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that you had your license too. Or uh-huh. certified. Okay. Oh, are you a lash artist? <laughs> so the next thing is something I definitely had to learn for myself over time. And it wasn't easy because I was just trying to be like perfect from the get-go. But it's to be grateful for what you have and that you don't need a fancy place to be successful or fancy – not products. You need good products. But fancy setup, fancy bed, all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. You don't need that to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like even though like there's people who are like years in and Mm -hmm. I've seen their studios and they're still very – 
basic and that's yeah. fine there's nothing wrong with that yeah. it's like what matters is the service that you're providing that it is mm-hmm. good it's you know has the good connections yeah. that you're making with people how and you, the qualities yeah. there and the professionalism is there mm-hmm. that is what matters it's not how big or small her bed is or how good and cute the light yeah. is and whatever. those those type of things you can always upgrade as you go you don't need it to be perfect for you to start and that's also what i had to learn too because i prolonged me starting for so long because i'm like i don't like this i don't like the way this looks i feel like i'm just not ready i don't know how people will think about this and it's like you just have to get all those thoughts out of your head because at the end of the day like italia said if you're providing a quality service and you're giving them a quality experience then none of that stuff like it matters, but it's not going to make or break if you're successful. And like I said, you can upgrade those things as you go upgrade in general. Yeah. And there's a lot of successful people that I've seen that don't upgrade their things. They've yeah. been in it for years and they're making great money, have a big clientele yeah. and they don't upgrade anything. And that's a personal preference. Like if you don't want a new light and it's your light that you have right now is working, then don't get one. That's up to you. That's personal preference. Like me and Crystal, we were super excited to get the Cosmo glows when we found yeah. out about them. And we had glam cores and overlash lights that were working. And we were like, you know, we like still want the new, the cute, better mm-hmm. ones. But you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not a necessity for exactly. sure. So the moral of the story is don't wait till everything is perfect to start. And you will learn and grow as you go. So another thing that I wish I knew when I started doing lashes was people will pay the price of whatever you price yourself at. So I was very nervous to start charging a more expensive price when I was able to after I've gotten the certain amount of experience that I needed to start charging prices. And I was debating on, you know, what I should charge. And I was very nervous to charge like that expensive price that I thought was like, I don't know if like people will pay that because I just went from like charging a practice price to now charging full price and it was very scary and I thought like nobody's gonna actually pay that but people will trust me and like I said in the last episode that we were talking about that you don't want to attract the wrong people by lowering your standards of your prices and valuing yourself at a lower level than you really are because people are going to you're going to attract the wrong people and they're not going to value you the way that you know that you should be and what you're worth so charge what you're worth and the right people will come and they will pay and it's good to know what the people around you in your area are charging for the same services and things like that and i'm not saying base your prices solely on what other people are charging because your product your experience all that counts And the people around you might not have as much experience as you or might not use the same quality of products. So you definitely don't want to do that. But you do want to make sure that you're staying in that competitive range just because a lot of people, if they don't know, like for us, they don't know about Novolash in our area. Mm -hmm. It's not popular. So a lot of people are just like, you know, why are they so much more expensive than all these other people? Yeah. And it's good because it does raise the question and it does raise curiosity and that's what makes people call. Mm -hmm. So it is good in a way, but at the same time, 
people are like what in the world and they could just go pick the other ones because they're like oh my god they're just so expensive but then there's the people who call and then we explain it to them they're like oh yeah i want to try it so you just definitely want to do some research in your specific area and your specific services to make sure you are you know reachable and that people aren't going to look at your business and just look right over it yeah charge what you're worth, charge what you know that you're worth. It's going to be scary in the beginning to go from, you know, you're just practicing and like you've got your technique down, you got everything down and like you're in the place where you can charge. It's going to be scary when you first start, but don't lower your standards and don't lower yourself to where you're charging a very cheap price for something that you're worth more. Another thing I wish I knew is that Putting yourself in uncomfortable situations to make it further and to grow is very important. And I know everybody's like, I've already heard that before, like putting myself in uncomfortable situations, blah, blah, blah. Like I understand that's something that's said very often, but But it's it's really true true because Mm -hmm. if you just stay in your comfort zone, you're not going to get anywhere. No, because you're going to just keep thinking like, okay, I'm good here. I'm good here. I'm good here. But if your goals are to make it further and your goals is to make this certain amount of money or expand or whatever, if you're not risking something yeah, if you're for not that, doing something different, then yeah, it's not gonna you change. gotta change your yeah. ways to do that. Exactly. You can't just do the same Facebook ad and the same Facebook audience and the same everything, the same yeah. type of marketing. You can't do that you can't, to grow. Yeah. It's you, going to keep reaching these same people. And the same thing. You so you have to switch it up. Exactly. Like you can't stay the same and expect different results. You're right. going to have to change things up. And that's changing things is going to potentially get you out of your comfort zone. It's not going to be comfortable to do something different. But that's the only way that you're going to achieve change in whatever you're trying to do or achieve your bigger goals that are further than where you are now. And it's scary but that's the point and you should be scared and you should be worried. And that's just the risk you take in being a business owner. It really is because there's a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of worrying Mm. and a lot of anxiety into it. And it sucks in a way, but at the end of the day, it's rewarding. (laughs) It's rewarding. And you will get where you want to be if you really do truly want to be there. Because for me, you know, working at home and, making good money and doing good for myself was all great. And then it was like, you know, if I'm going to do this as a full-time job, I got to gotta make some changes. Mm-hmm. I got to like expand. I got to try to do something differently. Yeah. And that was like the scariest thing to do like all alone. Like mm-hmm. there's no one to lean on like yeah. if I don't make enough money or that's all my business that I have to deal with all alone as mm-hmm. at 22 years old. Like I'm still very young and it's very scary, but that was a very – you know, it felt like a very grown up thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it's a lot more responsible, a responsible yeah. business owner would have done that because just staying in your home, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not my goal was not to do that. My goal was to expand. My goal was to expand mm-hmm. and grow my clientele, yeah. my business, my services, everything. And grow the only way to do that is to yeah. go in a bigger space and to put myself out there for real. Mm-hmm. And I, not just marketing myself, but putting myself out there. So, you know, opening up my own studio, that was putting myself out there in yeah. my eyes. Mm-hmm. What is something that you feel like was really uncomfortable situation for you? I think just the whole thing, like just starting and like putting all my money into this and not knowing if it's going to work and not knowing if I'm going to get a clientele and 
I was offered a position to work for a salon where, you know, clientele would basically be handed to me or work out of the space that Italia's in where we work out of now, where it would be just me and like marketing myself and like trying to grow clientele on my own. And I was very hesitant. (laughs) I was very enticed to go work at the salon because it's like, it's a very easy outlet. It's a very easy way to gain. It was the easy route. Yeah, it was the easy route. It's an easy way to gain clientele because they're a well-known place and they get multiple calls a day looking for, you know, somebody to do their lashes and I could have easily gained clientele there. But obviously working out of a salon, you pay a price when you do that. So I definitely had a bigger vision for myself in general, like an overall goal. I don't want to work for somebody else. Like I eventually want to be you know, opening up my own salon or whatever the case may be. So it would have been a lot harder if I went to the salon instead of just doing it all, start from the ground up by myself, doing it for me. So that was a very uncomfortable situation to go into working out of this place with Italian, not knowing if I'm even going to gain any kind of clientele. But it's You were very hesitant. I was. I was I'm still scared, but like I was very scared. Like I literally had maybe two people in one month when I first started and like that's scary and that's like, I don't know. But like you have to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations. You have to push through even when you're doubting yourself because if you don't ever do it, it's never going to happen. So you have to just push through those uncomfortable moments because on the other side, there is reward and success if you keep pushing and if you do the work and you put in the hours of you know doing what you're passionate about yeah because like I didn't have to like talk you into it but I have to, I had to keep like saying Crystal no hi. if you if you didn't say anything I swear I probably would have been up I think you would have too but like, I felt like because you just opened my eyes and I like realized you know like you are right and it's just it was just it's scary when you're first starting because you don't know anything so it's like I was yeah. very no, and I get it. I yeah. would have – I mean, and I saw what you were seeing when you were seeing, like, the salon and, like, yeah. doing it that way. Like, I totally get where you were coming from, too, because you're literally starting from zero. Like, yeah. no one knows about mm-hmm. you at all, you know? But it's like – like we've said a million times, it's so much rewarding when you can literally say that you did it Build all it by yourself yeah. and that there was nobody that said, hey, Crystal, here's five new clients and stuff like that because although that seems all nice, like Crystal said, you pay a price if you have to deal with anybody yeah. else. There's a price involved. And I am so happy that I didn't go that way because I am, you know, earning all this money on my own and it's going 100% to me. And if I was with the salon, it would have been like a six-month contract of a certain commission going to them. I wouldn't be making all of the money that I was making. And it's just so much more rewarding, like Italia said, when you build it up on your own and it's like something that you can feel proud about. Yeah. And you have like no overhead. Like yeah. you have no one saying, Crystal, make sure you do this. And <laughs> Crystal, this co- this client complained and you need to do this differently. And it's like every instead everything you're learning on your own yeah. and you can make your own rules and run your business how you want to be. And no, there's no one trying to tell you how that you have it. to do it their way. Yeah. And there's so many different types of people and you truly, you didn't, you don't really know the girl who owns it. So like, she could have been like a horrible boss. She could have been a great boss. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But you guys could have been like hit heads a lot or something. And that would have just been so miserable. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to mention is that, you know, not everybody wants to do it on their own and not everybody is 
you know, has a vision for themselves to do certain things. And like, if your goal is to just be a lash artist and work for somebody else, like that's totally fine too. But just for me, I knew that that's not what I wanted. So either way that you, whatever you want, you just have to go in that direction. I agree. Yeah. And definitely don't take that the wrong way because we're not saying the only way to do it is all on your own. But me and Natalia both. Yeah. are like that and we have like our own vision of things so it would have been very hard for us to work for somebody else for sure <laughs> and the last one is time is money and that is a very 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 popular saying yes. that time is money <laughs> and yeah of course again true true uh, again it's true cliche whatever but let me tell you now <laughs> if you are not doing your services in the right amount of time you're not gonna make good money if you're supposed to your service is supposed to be an hour and you're taking two and two and a half hours to do something that's supposed to be one that amount of money that you're making seems like oh that's a good amount of money yeah not when you divide it by three hours when it should have been one like Mm -hmm. you just have that's why you need to make sure you are trained and confident yeah Yeah. and what you're doing before you start because your clients aren't going to even really want to come back to you if you're taking three hours or longer mm-hmm. to do something. And time is money for other people too and not just yourself, even if they are the client. You know, like they have to get to work or they have to do something else in their day. This is their only day off of the week because there's a lot of my clients who come to me on their only day off and they have so many other things to do in that day. So if you're taking up half of their day doing just their lashes or just their brows or whatever, like that's not very enticing for a lot of people. And I just want to really say that just make sure you are chart, like we said, charge what you, you're worth, but make sure you are counting in like your hourly rate that you want to make in the expenses and the time that it takes you. Because a lot of people really do mess up there. They really do Mm -hmm. like, say, okay, I'm going to charge $75 for um, a full set. There's a lot of people who charge prices like that. And like a full set takes you two hours. And say your goal is $50 an hour. You're not making $50 an hour because that would be $100. So you just have to make sure you are profiting what you want to profit at an hourly rate because you kind of have to set your own goal hourly rate as a solo lash business owner and all that. And I can go into detail on that in like another episode more so of what I'm really trying to say because it's like (laughs) kind of confusing, but I'm sure it'll come up again because a lot of things come up several times in a lot of episodes. But I just want to say that make sure you are paying attention to your time and your money because a lot of people just really overlook Mm-hmm. what they're doing and they get so carried away in something that they just stop paying attention to it and you're going to realize very quickly that you're not making good money if you can't do a certain amount of clients a day and make a certain amount of money a day because you're taking way too long for all your services yeah and don't let that discourage you like when you're first starting because like right. we said it is going to take a long time in the beginning but make sure you are practicing and practicing and practicing to where you can get that time down so that you can, you know, use, utilize the time properly. And like Italia said, make the hourly rate that you want to be making and things like that. And that's it for today's episode. I hope 
none of that was too confusing and <laughs> that it made sense in your head like it did in ours. And I hope that you can take something from it because we really try to think deeply into what we put down mm-hmm. for what we want to say. But again, some people don't have the same goals. Some people don't have the same situation. Yeah. So we definitely want to make sure we're trying to like hit everybody's something in everybody's life and in their situation but it's kind of hard when we don't have as many suggestions as we (laughs) (laughs) I always find my way back to saying give us suggestions everybody so if there's anything that we don't talk about that you guys wish we would talk about or certain situations that you would like us to talk more about then please like we say in every other episode leave us suggestions whether it be through dming us or leaving us comments on our instagram all of our socials are at lash girls need love too so please feel free to reach out with any suggestions of that and if you're on apple podcast please leave us a review and rate us and if you are on any of the other platforms please read us and follow us on all our socials and our next episode is a really exciting one so please subscribe or follow or whatever it says on whatever platform you're on follow us so that you can stay updated when we upload a new episode we'll see you guys next week thank you guys so much for listening bye bye Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love 2. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love 2. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry.